morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Hello, my sisters around the world, my sisters from the diaspora, wherever you have landed or chosen as your home. Welcome to the Undomesticated Woman podcast. I'm your host, Tony, the Undomesticated Woman podcast host and also the self-care maven. And you can find my website at freedomatthecrossroads.com. You can find my YouTube channel at the self-care maven on YouTube. So let's get it cracking. It's been a moment, it's been a season or two since our last episode, actually not really that long. It's just been a couple of weeks since our last episode and it's been a lot to marinate and just internalize what's going on globally that affects all women and here in North America particularly the US of A black women there have been a lot of rollbacks in terms of progressive policies or semi-progressive policies we had on the books and it just seems that things are going backwards. And I think this is an appropriate observation, not just from a global perspective, what's going on globally, where you see nations such as Afghanistan, Pakistan, you name it, rolling back laws that affect women specifically. And appear to at least on the surface, they appear to, you know, really be, you know, clenching and hammering down on limiting women's access to not just financial resources in the tech industry, i.e. venture capital um, finances, particularly here in the US, the same creature that was instrumental in de, you know, constructing and pulling down basically, dismantling affirmative action is now turning his eyes to venture capital funds that um, finance black women owned tech businesses and businesses in general that, you know, provide support to women. And this is not just you know, a black woman thing. This is a women thing globally. Remember, we live in a global patriarchy and every culture and segment of the world has its own twisted, sick, poisonous version of that. We have black patriarchy. We have this, you know, Southeast, uh, South Asian, Southeast Asians have their own version of patriarchy. Middle East has its own version of patriarchy. They're all toxic, they're all dangerous, and they're all ugly. And all of them are collectively impacting this world. We see it in terms of all the wars and um, political conflicts across the globe. You see that between Russia and Ukraine, fights over resources, fights over territory. It's a never-ending thing. And until we all collectively, collectively come together to dismantle patriarchy, men and women, 
systemic violence against women, discrimination, white supremacy, gender inequity, all of this will continue until men join women in dismantling that. Now, let's get on the real kicker here because I'm all about living in the here and now and my focus is primarily the survival and thriving of women, particularly black women. Why? Because historically, we have been the most impacted by all of these oppressive systems. And so for us, we have to move strategically in silence, collectively with our own support networks in place. That's just the reality of it. I do not poo-poo, you know, this struggle of other women of color, but historically, we have seen certain groups under that so-called umbrella of people of color marginalize black women of the diaspora and on the continent in their bid to gain access or proximity to white supremacy. So with that context in mind, my focus is unapologetically about uplifting black women, supporting black women and helping black women navigate this space that we live in with the utmost and most powerful tools at our disposal. And that starts with self-care, that starts with self-love. Why? Because if you don't self-care, if you do not self-love, how do you have the awareness, the motivation, the desire, the foresight, the focus, the ability at its most basic to do the things necessary that to elevate your life and help you thrive in an environment where there are so many things at play. We know that patriarchy is not going to be dismantled today. We understand that white supremacy and discrimination against women is not going to end today. So how do you thrive and survive in spite of that? We have got to get strategic and focus and create spaces 
and networks that support us, that empower us, and that give us the space, the safe space to thrive and not just survive so that we can ride out the wave until all of this comes tumbling down. We did not create patriarchy. We did not put this in place. And for centuries, for generations, black women have been sounding the alarm. We've been sounding the alarm and I'm tired. I don't know about you, I'm tired. I think you're tired and it's time for black women to stop mewling for everyone else and begin to turn those energies and resources and love and support and strategy and talents to ourselves. How about that? Hmm. What a radical position. What a radical thought, right? And all of this starts with self-love and self-care, radical self-care, radical self-love. Because when you start implementing these philosophies of self-care, self-love, when you start doing the internal work to dismantle processes and systems that we've internalized, and you begin to heal from that, and you begin to create healthy ways of thinking, progressive, internal progressive ways of thinking, building up self, building up self-care, acquiring the necessary tools and strategies of self-care that are dynamic and can be adjusted to meet the needs of where, whatever environment you're in. That's power. And guess what? Those who benefit, who have benefited from our disempowerment, from our lack of self-knowledge, from our spinning on that hamster wheel going nowhere, from black women mewling and toiling and seeking validation, approval, whatever you want to call it, from society, from culture, from community, when you stop doing that and you see it already, it's all over Twitterverse or formerly known as Twitterverse, maybe it's Xverse now, but all over social media, you see the hate and vitriol directed specifically and mostly at black women. Why? because they see black women throwing off the shackles mentally and physically and emotionally that have held us mewling and giving from a place of emptiness, working till we die, 
seeking approval. Oh, can I get a break here? Oh, have I worked hard enough? Yeah, I've worked 10 times as hard as my coworker and I'm 10 times or five times or three times more qualified than my coworker. Have I worked hard enough? Have I proven myself to get that, to, to be worthy of that um, promotion that actually I shouldn't have to beg for. I shouldn't have to prove myself for because one, I'm qualified for it. Actually, I'm overqualified for it. But because of patriarchy, because of racism, because of discrimination, because of anti-blackness, because of all these oppressive systems in place that black women have tirelessly worked against in spite of you know, the lack of support in, um, in various spaces from, you know, the community at large, from our own cultures around the world. It's been, you know, it's been a ride. But remember, the definition of crazy is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. And so when the world witnesses black women in the diaspora and across the world beginning to use their voices, beginning to do the work, heal and move strategically violence violence vitriol and you see it in all the elements of society you see it in media and all of that you see it in the distraction you see it in the policies that are directed our way and then you see the distraction that is promoted in order to distract while they direct they're agents of oppression our way, but it's not working. It's not working. And that's why violence. For those of you who follow me on Instagram and on other my other platforms, you do know I work in healthcare. So being a healthcare worker, you see a lot of crap. You see a lot of shit and you hear a lot of shit that black women are going through, that women in general are going through because the tide is turning. And you know, one of the most dangerous points when dealing with a wild beast, a wild malevolent beast, when it's cornered and wounded, that's when you need to look out. And that is patriarchy and white supremacy right there in its death throes. But we have to move strategically and in silence as we navigate the space 
build ourselves up, do the necessary work to empower ourselves, not just emotionally in terms of resources and what have you, but from a self-care perspective, because self-care and self-love is rooted in a particular way of thinking, a progressive way of thinking, a radical way of thinking, prioritizing self, decentering men. In order to survive and thrive, we have to decenter patriarchy and its primary agents. And this might hurt a few of you out there, particularly if you want to say, well, not all men. I'm a mother of a no hate, no shade. But as a collective, we're speaking in terms of collectives, groups, not in terms of individuals. So it goes without saying, this is not about the men that are true allies of this, of women in their quest to deconstruct patriarchy and all its isms to dismantle patriarchy and the damage that it's doing to the world and continues to do. This is not speaking to those. So it should go without saying. But I know this is equally stabbing at the women who are the handmaidens of patriarchy. And y'all know yourselves. I don't have to call you out. The setup queens, the picnics, y'all know yourselves. And again, this conversation is not for you. We see you. And that's all I'm going to say. So you cannot hide yourself in the midst of the rest of us so that we can identify you and know how to move around you. We see you. So, we all see what's going on in the world. So how do you move strategically when it comes to self-nourishing, self-replenishing, self-care, self-love? You've got to start doing the eternal work. That means reading, that means meditation, that means mindfulness practices, that means reading books, accessing therapy. And I know in a lot of instances, particularly here in the U.S., access to therapy is a privilege, unfortunately. I don't care what anybody says saying, oh, our health care, Obamacare, mm -mm. Because our healthcare, and this is coming from somebody who works in healthcare, our healthcare system is shit. And our mental health care is even shittier. 
but you're going to have to do some work out there to find local places and local sources of mental health services because this process requires a sound mind. And if you're wounded, if you're having, you're struggling from a mental health perspective, you cannot see your way clear to do the things you need to do to elevate your state, to move strategically, to ensure that you not just, you know, survive, but you are thriving that you're not living paycheck to paycheck or struggling to live paycheck to paycheck because of your situationship or whatever. I know it's hard. The first step is always the hardest. Take it from me. I get it. I know what it feels like to struggle to get out of your head so that you can just move one foot so that you can do one thing to whether it's exercise or whether it's to go find a resource that you know in your heart will help you. I get it, sis, but you've got to do the work. And you've got to come to the realization that you, one, matter. Two, that you are beyond worthy of living a full, healthy, balanced, aligned, secure life. And not just that, it is your right. It is not a privilege. It is your right to exist and to exist in a state of balance, alignment, and security. It is your right. It is your right as a human being. Gender aside, it is your right. Sex aside, it is your right. And all those out there that are lying to all of us and saying it's not, it's a privilege, you should be happy with what you got. Those are lies. And I need you to start rejecting that and expelling that from your consciousness, but you have got to do the work. We all do. And we've got to look around and find those local connections amongst ourselves, other awakened women who are further along in the journey. We've got to get into community with them, and we've got to be accessing support from each other, but you've got to find those communities. And if you need help, regardless of where you are here in the U.S. of A, go to freedomatthecrossroads.com or find me on Instagram at Tonya Taria Health on Instagram, the self-care maven, the real self-care maven. And I can start you on your journey can't give you all the answers, but I can at least point you in the right direction. And you've got to do the rest of the work. But it's about to get 
I hate to scare you, but sometimes that's necessary to get us motivated, right? Sometimes fear is a motivator in a positive direction. Things are about to get more in flux. And with that comes what? Who are the most impacted by change, turmoil, situations globally and locally being in flux? It's women and children and the elderly. And what demographic in those categories will be the most affected? Black women, black girls. You don't need me to convince you. You see it in the news every day. There's a black woman, girl, missing or unalived with very little coverage because what? They are the least protected, the least amplified. We've got to do it for ourselves. That's the third thing and most paramount that we understand as black women. If we want to get beyond survival, we want to thrive in the space of self-care, self-reliance, resilience, and thriving in those, in those dimensions. No one is coming to save you. Especially not a man. You might have a good one in your life, but don't rely on that because the odds are never in your favor when it comes to patriarchy. Why? Because patriarchy is still in operation. In the time before patriarchy, you could rest in knowing that you had a good partner, you had a good son or what have you, or you had a good male friend that was truly a friend, like a brother, you had a good brother, you had a good father. In the time before patriarchy, which was millennia ago, centuries ago, you could more easily rely on that. But in this day and age, no. This. I'm sorry, I have to break it to you. The odds are not in your favor, so you must what? Move accordingly. We have latest legislation coming out here in the U.S., especially in the southern states. And, you know, we keep saying, oh, that's down in the south, that's down in those, you know, conservative, you know, white supremacist states and all of that. Guess what? White supremacy and patriarchy <laughs> discrimination is national here in the U.S. It is global. So don't think because you're in a certain region within even this country that you, you know, you have more time. No, you don't. Don't live, don't operate under that illusion because you have a weird, you have a very painful reawakening. Bottom line, legislation and policy, while the media puts all this crap and distractions with certain celebrities, you know, you know, they amplify all of that nonsense or the war in Ukraine and all of that. Those are all distractions. You need to focus on those things that are affecting us now, which is policy. 
and what's being dismantled, what's being put in place, look at the policy affecting women's reproductive rights, regardless of what side of the aisle you're on when it comes to women's reproductive rights. It's bad. Look at what's happening in the LBGTQ legislation on policy. It's bad. Look at what it when it comes to um, financial resources, i.e., that latest attack on um, venture capitalist funds that fund, um, you know, small businesses and new um, developments and developers in the tech industry that are black women or women of color. Look what's happening there. Do the analysis make the connections? Are you not seeing what's going on? They're trying to dismantle and restrict women's financial <laughs> autonomy or bodily autonomy or spiritual autonomy. Do you not see it? I hope you're not blind, sis. Now, this is happening in the U.S., and we're always quick to say, oh, that's, you know, all of that craziness is going on in the Middle East and Afghanistan, Pakistan, India. No. Yeah, they got their own version of that, but we got our own, too. So don't get it twisted. So having dropped that on your consciousness today, I hope you have come to a similar realization that it's time to move. It starts with your self-care and your self-love. All of this is internal work because you've got to build the internal structures that will, one, free your mind, give you the ability to make real definitions set boundaries, establish standards for how you treat yourself, how you allow yourself, other people to treat you. Because all of that will affect your living, your state. Self-care will literally save your life. Look at all the black women that have died working to death, multiple jobs, begging, pleading, trying to prove to employers that even though they have all these multiple degrees behind them, they're more qualified than the college grad that just came out and the company, the employer has them training, but is giving them the job that you're begging for, but you're more than qualified for. Think about that. So I'm going to let you marinate on that, sis. And um, we'll definitely be having another conversation right here at the Undomesticated Woman Podcast. Like, follow, turn on your notifications so that when another episode drops, you'll be one of the first to know. Till next time, bye.